That was Grace Gatsby here on The Worst Little Podcast. Who wants to be famous? The biggest little city in the world, the American cradle of liberty. Look at you! You're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from the castle of the snow miser, this is the worst little podcast in the world, and I am your host, the Reverend Rory Dowd, back in the saddle again with all of my best chums. We've got Nick, we've got Chewie, we've got Dogwater Dick, and Anna. But even better than that, for the second week of Women's March, we've got Grace Gatsby and Sarah Hines of Good Luck Macbeth. Podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Hi there. Oh, Welcome back, Rory. So well. Nice to see you Smooth, all. Baby. A pro. Like I never left. <laughs> That's for us to say. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going, no, no, wait, there's the uncomfortable pause for the dick joke we're not saying. Nope. And, okay, moving on. <laughs> Hi, it's good to see you all again. Yeah, welcome, Captain. How's it going? Uh, good, good. The Bambinos are getting large and loud and chaotic. Mm. Mm. Um, How's your back? Uh, it hurts, yeah. But I mean, I'm here because I got to take a day off work because Billy woke us up at one in the morning uh, uh, violently vomiting. And that was fun. And I decided I did not want to go to work at six in the morning after changing the sheets twice. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> showering That's and fair. helping shower a child at three in the morning that's always fun yeah you got some personal days so. <laughs> a little bit a little bit yeah but other than that you know things are swimming things are great good yeah Pretty so I, I I really wanted to be back today because of our guests this week though I'm really excited to be here with Grace and Sarah we are pretty great so, yeah. <laughs> so happy to be here love you guys so, yeah, please I- introduce yourselves to, to the audience here real quick. Yeah, I'm Grace Gatsby, which is kind of my stage name back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, Grace Larkins, it Ooh. is. You, you can check out, ago. I was say, you can check out uh, Grace Gatsby on a previous episode of the show, if you throw that in the search bar. And Sarah, hi. hi. We're your new friend to the show. <laughs> I am. This is my first time here. Well, good luck, welcome. Macbeth. Is no stranger to the show, so welcome. Oh, no. uh, what, what can you tell us about what you're doing over there with them? Yeah, we're doing a lot of things. I took over as executive director in September um, yeah. after Chris Daniels, uh, so still relatively kind of new, uh, but lots going on. It's kind of thrown into the deep end, and we're making it work. Excellent. Well, I'm glad we can uh, get you in here for the first time and GLM GLM back in the studio again. Yeah, super excited so, to be here. Hey, What about you, Chewy? What's happening? I know. You dropped cookies off at my house. How's that yeah. going? Oh, pretty good. After I dropped that cookies off at your house the first time, though, I went to Costco to get gas, and a dude backed into me. Ugh. Fucked my car up. I'm sorry. Messed my car up. <laughs> and now I can't fulfill my duties as a rideshare driver for a while, so I'm mm. kind of so. But I've been able to keep up on the snow shoveling. Now there you go. Will does his insurance cover your yeah. loss of work? Well, we're 
we're in the middle of working on that. Ah, yeah. okay. but they absolutely are supposed to. So good, I just good, gotta good. pry it out of them. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Because not, yeah, I'm lost, losing income. They're not going to offer it up. But, no, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I mean, they got me a nice rental car and everything, but also I'm not earning any money. So we'll work on that. It was unfortunate, mm. but nobody was hurt. That's good. Blame the, Costco. Yeah. Yeah. He's lucky he didn't get his ass kicked. No way. Was he pulling out rear end. and not no, looking? Because that's know, what I would if do. If you guys go to the Harvard Way Costco, oh, yeah. you know the gas station there is kind of a zoo. So I pulled into the gas station parking lot, just kind of rounded the corner there, and I saw there was a guy backing up. So my first instinct was to try to get past him real quick, but then I realized I couldn't do that. Certainly can't back up because there's a line of cars always behind you trying to come in also. So I just had yeah. to stop and hope he didn't hit me, and then he did. So Who backs uh, up in a Costco yeah, gas station? it was station. odd. He backed into me, and he got out and just said, well, sorry about that. And then that was it. <laughs> oh, that crunch, that sound. Yeah, yeah. I hate that uh, sound. Y'all know that. You just, I, like, oh. I hear that sound in my head when I look at my teenage son. It's the worst. It sounds looking like. Looking at a car. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I've got a can crusher in my office for when I drink beers and play video games. And then I'll yeah. crush it. It's just the same kind of sound except way less, like, whiplash-y. it's not very satisfying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> way less whiplashy. Yeah. But <laughs> it, was, it was tough. But really, like I said, I've been able to uh, keep up on the snow shoveling, which has been Nonstop. Well, you could go up and down the block uh, doing it for neighbors and no. make five, ten bucks a yard. No. Maybe bring some income that way. Not going to do it. No. <laughs> Not worth the five dollars. Yeah. I mean, five maybe. dollar. That's a lot. Where's but it's my been good. ten dollars? And watching a lot of college basketball, getting ready for March Madness and all that. So. Oh yeah, that's sports yep. stuff coming yeah, up here. Sports. Yep. Sports ball. Well, is that, well, that's, that's what I've been uh, doing. this weekend. <laughs> next weekend. Uh, conference tournaments are this week, and the selection yeah. show will be Sunday, and then March Madness. Mm. So that's what I've been up to. Right on, right on. Um, best sportscaster on a music podcast. Yes, indeed. Got the trophy. <laughs> what about want, you, Nick? What are you doing? Oh, you know, band stuff. I got to play with One Ton Dooley. Yeah. Who's playing with Sponge. I don't know how that happened, but Oh, right. We, we get to announce that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's coming up. Do you remember um, the uh, 90s grunge rockers uh, Sponge with a couple of top 40 hits out there? They'll be playing at Alturas coming up here in May and being opened for by yours truly and the One Ton Dooley. Yeah, and I can't remember the other bands on there, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll announce We'll have tickets podcasts. and flyers and stuff. Oh, Check out the blog post. I'm sure we'll nice have all of the details there. Get back in the garage with you and Spike and can't wait for Steven to join us and Tune that motherfucker up. <laughs> Get her running like like she used to. Yeah, my my throat was missing a couple of spark plugs for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, we forget. And, you know, Rick, how's the studio? It's great. Uh, I've been doing a lot of great music recording stuff, and my day job is a lot bigger. And I've had some like like personal issues, like uh, needing to get a tooth pulled, which Ooh, was awful. Ouch. Yeah, it was buddy. awful, you guys, and it was a root canal tooth that had oh. been root canal when I was thirteen, and then like, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it had fallen apart about fifteen years ago. And the dentist put it back together and said, "This tooth is not going to last the rest of your life unless you die soon." Well, you got fifteen and, years out of it. That's yeah, which, which though, that was a possibility. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I could have right for real, but um, but now it uh, then it finally started going bad. So I was I had weeks of like horrible dental pain. Yeah, and then finally. Finally, this last Tuesday, uh, got it ripped out 
out of my mouth. And I went to like a doctor that was like Dr. Goodtime rock and roll. He looked like a mechanic. He was unshaven. He had a tooth missing in the front. <laughs> Did he have a mullet? And, uh, yeah, but no, like, more like a, you like know. Like Mel Gibson balding, and Lethal Weapon Balding, unkempt. I mean, he really could have, he looked like a mechanic. He just looked like a mechanic. And he was, they were playing classic rock and he's singing along to all the songs and, uh, and he came in, put some Novocaine in, but it wasn't enough. And I felt almost all of it. Oh. And he, Ripped the tooth out of my mouth, and it took a long time. It yeah. wouldn't come out. Yeah. And he like it was like you know when you're pulling on a the nail in a board, and the pliers keep slipping off the head of the nail. Yeah. It was like that for a long time. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> and Tell he, him to get the right tool for the job. He's singing Sorry. along with like uh, with like daydream believer, and uh, he's just singing along with what the, the psycho. It was fucking, you go to the dentist at Walmart. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It was the most. Every couple uh, minutes you'd hear a like ding ding. <laughs> Since a new customer walked in, <laughs> it was the most uh, horrible experience of my so, life. Dollar Loan Center and Dancer Street, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Slash, slash so, taco joint. So that was great. And my regular dentist couldn't do it. My regular dentist is normally awesome, but they just were overbooked and couldn't get in. And I needed Damn. this done soon, so they, yeah. so they said, "Try this guy." And, uh, and it was pretty awful. But uh, I don't know if it would have been better with somebody else. It might have been one of those things that was just going to be awful no matter what. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Horrible experience, mm. and now it looks like to get the implant that's going to replace the old tooth, it's going to cost maybe as much as five grand. Oh yeah, those <sighs> implants so, are shit. quite a lot. I'm opt opting for the partial plate because that's five grand for like eight teeth right there. Right. If I had more <laughs> missing, I could do. I could. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll get some <laughs> more missing and. And then I can get like a Groupon kind of a thing. <laughs> we get to start eating oatmeal <laughs> and pudding Groupon. together. I was going to say, y'all are making me feel old. I'm like, this is not what kind of conversation we used oh, to have. I'm so sorry. No, yeah, yeah that like, and this Listen, isn't about me. Welcome to the worst little old man <laughs> but, podcast. We're going to shout at the clouds next. Uh, how's, how's your back, Rory? How's your, hey, lady. How's your gout, Nick? Uh, <laughs> the drinking's not helping. I'll tell you that. Um, well, speaking of um, younger folks, Anna, how you doing? Mouse. I'm good, you guys. I It's nice to see you, and it's nice to just be here. It's I've nice had some health issues going on, so I just wanted to see you all and read my book. And Well, fuck your health. Yeah. Well, we I mean, missed, in, we a missed good, you. in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's Anna. And Mouse, that's Anna. And she Anna told me, she fantastic. was like, can I just come to the show and read while you guys do the show? You know when you want to read, but you don't want to be alone? Yeah. yeah. And she has an absolutely amazing voice. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. So we love it. She's awesome. cute. Yeah. No, if she talked all She's the time, the it'd be a great show. Yeah. But yeah, if it was just like Anna talking about stuff, it'd be awesome. Yes. I agree. It'd be like an Maybe ASMR someday that's what show. We'll, we'll come down to after we all <laughs> die of old age. Yeah. We'll just yeah. be Anna. I can't come in, Anna. It's up to you. <laughs> okay. Can, but It's very real. But enough about it. Yeah, yeah, Women's so, March. Hey, that was a great way to readjust and get back to the show. But you're right, Nick. Women's March. We are here for two amazing women doing some really amazing things in our community. Right? Don't yeah. don't all agree with me at once, yeah, guys. That's right. You. That's right, Rev. You're darn right. Oh, wow. Okay, um, Grace. Let's start with you. You're you. We've been, we've all been friends for a way too long a time that we don't want to talk about how long that was. <laughs> yeah, is this your third visit with us? I think this is just my second. Just the second. oh wow. Uh-huh. She doesn't get the cool patch. We should have well, had her on a. There was another. I was supposed to another time, and then something came up last minute, and oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm happy. Well, to be welcome back to but uh, lately, Dogwater Two. 
Thank you. Lately, uh, uh, you, you've put down the guitar and taken up the uh, parenting duties and the advocacy, uh, put that hat on. And I wanted to talk to you about what's been going on with that side of your life. Ah, thank you for asking about my Lucy because I can never talk enough about her. I could, <laughs> I could now, talk for days how old about is Lucy. She now? She's she, a movie star. She's eight. Wow. She is eight. It blows my mind. And she is so long. She's like Steve. I sit and I hold her and I'll, I'll cuddle her. I mean, I cuddle her every single day. And I, I literally hold her in my arms like a little newborn. And we rock and I kiss her and I look down and there's like three extra feet of legs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the listeners at home who don't know who Lucy is or, or anything about that, can you kind of uh, fill us in and, and set us up? Yeah. So... Lucy, Luciana, um, when she was born in 2014, um, all seemed well. Uh, pregnancy was well. She seemed well. But within a couple of days, um, 36 hours of being born, she started showing signs of um, seizure, wouldn't wake up. It turned out she has this super rare genetic disorder. There's like 500 kids in the world with it. Wow. So that really blew our minds, as you can imagine. And, you know, at the time, it seemed like... Um, you know, a nightmare, like the worst thing that could possibly happen. You're thinking this is not, there's no way. But um, I guess now that we've come out of the shell shock and, and, and life has gotten good again and, and she's completely amazing and we're obsessed with her, um, kind of realized like, okay, <laughs> nope, that, that was not a nightmare. <laughs> this is great. This is exactly who's supposed to be my daughter. Like this she, yeah, she's just amazing. She's absolutely my inspiration. Totally changed my life. So, um, yeah, just grateful for my Lucy. Um, the disorder she has is called NKH or non-ketotic hyperglycinemia, not related to sugars, but mm -hmm. glycine. So her body doesn't break down the amino acid glycine, which causes okay. um, global development problems. It's a pretty so, like it's in a lot of stuff, right? I mean, is that it's pretty basic like, amino acid? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and our body, you know, makes it. When you think of um, like gelatin and collagen mm -hmm. and all of that kind of yeah. um, stuff that has a uh, glycine in it, there. But so just you know, Stephen, um, my partner Stephen, y'all know he's an electrical engineer guy, right? And um, you know, he kind of likens it to if you imagine her brain like like a a, a, a soundboard. And all of the connections, imagine there's solder, but there's just, it's all solder covered. And so yeah. things can connect, but uh, there's just too... But it gets lost. It so just The connections gets lost. Get, exactly. get dissipated. Yeah. yeah. So it affects everything. Um, that So it would be the, uh, she's uh, in a wheelchair. She mm -hmm. is um, nonverbal, as they say, but she is hilarious <laughs> so she communicates in her own way and you know i think if you saw her and anybody that sees her she's super mm. lovable she's God. so magic i mean truly I, I absolutely magic love Inter interactive communicative oh, yeah yeah she's yeah. giggly she's so sweet she's got all her own words you know she she does say like four words she says ma which she's been saying for a long time amazing hey, she hey. says i love you which is avu she calls Steve, who is Papa, she calls him Aga. And then um, his mother, his grandma, is Wooga. And it took me a long time to figure out. <laughs> she just was saying Wooga for so long. And one yeah. time I had um, his mom on speakerphone. And um, 
And Lucy's just sitting there over and over, just kicking and eyes big and bright. And she kept saying, Wooga, Wooga, Wooga. And I looked at her and I said, Lucy, is Grandma Wooga? And she was like, Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> like, I could just see, she just, her eyes just ding. And I, it was just like the greatest thing to like realize, oh, you know, great. her voice. That's so, so awesome. yeah. So we think that's like kind of the best grandma name ever, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's way better than just plain old grandma, yeah. granny. Yeah, Wooga is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so um, we are. I'm lucky enough to have a nephew who is his name is Sean Baker, mm -hmm. and he is a graduating senior this year in South Dakota. And this kid high is high school senior. Yep, he's a high school senior, and he is like he's just a prodigy. I don't know how to. There's just no other way of looking at it. He, he he's you know he's he's just been brilliant um, visually in his imagination since he could move. I mean, so I saw that documentary and it it seemed like a seasoned professional put that thing together. You know what I mean? It's unreal when, the shots that he gets. I just his approach. So, I just so blow my mind. What documentary? Oh, the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> so he he filmed a documentary about Lucy. Um, we ended up calling it "We Love Lucy," and you know I knew how talented he was, but I really kind of thought, okay, this is going to be kind of a cute, sort of like a family thing, Project. maybe friends and family kind of. I mean, I had no idea really the scope. Um, when we saw it and you're just like sobbing and just astounded. I mean, it's just gorgeous. And <laughs> he's so – he of all of the interviewing that we did for days and days and days, he flew out here. Um, he went in and he picked out like every like emotional hot button moment. Like he mm. picked up all of that stuff. We talked about, you know, medical, like, you know, we got real technical about a lot of things and, and talked about the disease and the treatments and everything else. But um, the way that he just presented it, he literally made We Love Lucy. Like it is just mm. an emotional experience back to mm -hmm. back. So it's a ride and it's eye opening and mind opening. Thank you. And, 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 oh man, I'm getting choked up. <laughs> I love you. After seeing it, I felt way closer to your family. And even, even though we're, you know, pretty close friends, we've been friends for 20 years or something. And, uh, but after I saw that, I just, I, I couldn't believe what you went through and, um, how wonderful she is, <laughs> it, you know. And and the story is great. I think everyone needs to see this movie. Where where can we get it? I mean, that sounds beautiful. <sighs> well, we, she has a. We have a website. It's welovelucyfilm.com. and uh, there's a trailer up there right now. And actually, quite a lot of um, Sean did a great job. We kind of worked together. I'm a graphic designer, so he and I worked together to put that website together. Um. And it kind of answers a lot of questions uh, as far as actually seeing the full film. It's 48 minutes. And um, we still haven't quite figured out the next step on that. We had um, some premieres live in, you know, at the National Automobile Museum here in Reno and at the um, South Dakota State Theater. Um, I flew up for that and it was just one That's of pretty the amazing. best experiences of my life. I could not believe the turnout and response that we had there. Just I mean, I was just floating afterwards, you know. So we're thinking about Vimeo as far as right now. You know, we thought about film circuit, kind of the film festivals. And I think we just haven't quite figured out our strategy. There's so much going on in life 
I, oh, I don't yeah. want it to get buried the way that my album got buried for seven years. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> but but it's 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 done its job so far and and served even if this is all it ever did. Um, you know, it's been just the highlight of my life. It's amazing. I think it's got to get picked up by some kind of reality TV distribution station, you know. Um, Well, we'd love to have it streaming. I mean, we want to get it up. Absolutely. We'd love to have it up on Netflix or Amazon or anything else. Spread the word about it. We love Lucy.com. We love Lucyfilm.com. Okay. We love Lucyfilm.com. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kudos That's awesome. to your uh, nephew. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, that's you impressive. guys, too. Hey, yeah. Absolutely. I have some really cool news about Sean. He was expe- accepted into the film school in Vancouver, which is like right. the yeah. film school. That's a great Yeah, even on a partial scholarship. I mean, he and he just finished up, um, you know, we're sitting here reveling in this movie, and he's already, I mean, he's moved on. He wrote a whole uh, screenplay right. um, and has... Um, has recorded that entire film. So he's already done his, it's a short film. So um, he's just, he went to a, um, he went to a cinematography um, like workshop, uh, I think last summer. So, I mean, and that's just since what he did. And I always was, I was like, how could it get any better? So yeah, <laughs> like, really? I can't and wait to just, see what he does. <laughs> he's going to graduate in June. Yeah. Yeah. He graduated in May. I'll go, I'm going to go, up there. Yeah, I'm gonna go cool. up there in May for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So pretty lucky. Like kids yeah. got a bright future. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Lucky for Good us. For lucky yeah. for Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like how you say that. He's like, this is already so far past for him. He's on to the, the third next project right? after that. Like, that's keep doing that, kid. That's the only mm-hmm. way to get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think for us, you know, to do the film, to really put ourselves out there like that um, yeah. was, you know, he's the only person that could have ever possibly gotten all that out of us because I just love him so much. If you met him, he's just, he's so soft and wonderful and intuitive and just so brilliant and smart. And he just was able to open us up so much, you know, and I'm glad that he did because even though it's, you know, opening this, opening your, your life up, it's important when we're dealing with a rare and neglected disease. And that's why we do it. And that's why I advocate. That's why I was at the legislature today. I'm going this week a couple more times. Um, That's why it's just shifted my life in a different direction because, um, you know, gene therapy is right there. It's Mm -hmm. just right there. I mean, and it's amazing how medical technology, the the way that it's just skyrocketed, it's so exciting. I'm like a sci-fi person. (laughs) And I just get so stoked to think like, what are we going to see in 20, 30 years from now? You know what I mean? Like Mm. with it moving this fast? Oh, yeah. Anyways, I mean, mean, literally think about the the medical advances that have literally occurred since I moved to Reno and met y'all. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I mean, as an adult. (laughs) And, and I'm a just mildly older adult now, but um, it, 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 the changes are amazing. Yeah. And when we, um, you know, when Lou was, after she was born, we couldn't get a diagnosis here in Reno. So we were care flighted to Stanford and um, Lucille Packard Stanford in uh, Palo Alto. And they're amazing. They did a great job. And the director there actually recognized NKH pretty quickly, which is amazing, which is kind of um, incredible yeah. when you if think of where it is. Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. But um, when we met with the genetic counselors, when, when they sent her home with us on hospice, um, they told us, well, they kind of, they, they basically, they said that 
it's not we shouldn't even treat really. There's no meaningful treatment. It might be better to just kind of start over, let it go. Right. <laughs> Which hey, when you're talking about your baby, yeah, it doesn't yeah. really work that way. I mean, you know, they were kind and they're coming from a good place, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, they told us that like gene therapy was 15 years out at least, that that wasn't probably something that would be, you know, feasible feasible for us, yeah. you know. But Lucy being, you know, now she's eight and it's actually, it is there um, for NKH specifically. There's amazing um, institutions and laboratories working on it specifically. Um, Notre Dame Center for Rare and Neglected Diseases has specifically um, concentrated on gene therapy for NKH. So it's just, it's just around the corner. And, you know, in general, the, what they're getting out there for other genetic and metabolic disorders after they have that gene therapy, mm-hmm. even in an older kid like her, in fact, even in teens, they're seeing these extraordinary miraculous changes to where, you know, within, um, you know, a month, these kids trying to stand up, trying to talk, trying to eat within six months, like, you know, trying to, wow, you know, right, I mean, right. just really, because when you think about it, the system, there's obviously there's previous damage because she, you know, seizures or things that come along with it. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, neuroplasticity, I love to think about that. I mean, for me, it's like the way she is perfect. I'll take yep. her just as she is any day. But when you see her suffer certain mm-hmm. times, yeah. I just, yeah, I, you know, when you see some of this stuff, I just, I can't, I can't, let's get this over with let's do this now you know mm. so um, it sounds like there's some great people working on it and it, that's amazing right there yeah. yeah it's so exciting well it sounds like we love lucy could do a lot to help push that forward yeah. i hope so yeah yeah we showed it at the um an nkh conference um just last in october that was just kind of for like the um actual researchers doctors and other families just a little tight thing in it gosh so it's it, it is because it it shows a side of people with disabilities that we are not used to seeing. It's a window into seeing the depth of a person that's there, the wholeness that is there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, something I would never have 10 years ago, it would have scared the shit out of me. Like, I, you know, what do I say to somebody who's nonverbal? What do I say to somebody yeah. who has a visual impairment that's not going to give me the kind of feedback I'm used to? Mm. Um, kids don't know how to react to that. You know, other animals yeah. don't even sometimes. Dogs, dogs will probably go for it, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I think it just, that's what's been such an honor is that it, to see it affect other families where they they feel represented in some way. Yeah. Like they're, mm-hmm. I, I got so much of that afterwards. You know, my kid this, my kid that, and you know, and then all the stories come out. My father this. I mean, it just gets bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. and I love that it just opens people up like that. It is, and I think I, what you were saying about um, you and Steve, how it's not easy to allow people to see vulnerable and share and relive, you know, things like that. Um, but what, when you, that you doing that tells the story better, it's so much better. And it really, it highlights, like for me, it was harrowing. Cause I know you guys also, it, it was like, it made me scared and you know, all that. But then it came with all this joy too, like real fucking joy, man. And, uh, and that's because you guys did that. You know, you shared, you opened up, like you were saying. Yep. I'm sorry, Lori. 
<clears throat> oh, I, I was just gonna say. Uh, speaking of of uh, dogs, pets, animals, did you recently get uh, Lucy a a kitty? Well, or did that work? She out? has. We have. We have two kitties now. You have two. But wow. we. You remember Minnie, my Chihuahua? Yeah. yeah I had many. Eighteen years, I had Minnie. We talk about Chihuahuas around here in general, yeah. right? You're yep. a Chihuahua guy, yep. Rick. I, yep. I have there Chihuahuas. Had Chihuahua yeah. for seventeen mm-hmm. years. Yep. Ichabod. Well, well, we've Ichabod. been waiting for the Ichabod. few years. <laughs> for the right dog, so we did. We got a new dog recently. Um, awesome. We got her as a puppy. Maple is her name, mm. and she's just Aww. this funny little mutt, and she's totally insane. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, what did we get ourselves yeah. into? Chihuahua she's so kind of cute and so house. sweet. It's yeah. just, I love it. Yeah, the fun puppy stage. How are how are Maple and Lucy responding to each other? Good, Maple. Maple like the tree. Maple, Maple. See, literally like sees Lucy and looks at her like she's a popsicle. Like she just wants to <laughs> lick her face so bad. She goes right for the mouth, right for the corners oh, of the mouth. Yes, of yep. Anything that <laughs> yeah. might be there, yeah. you know, if there's any snot, she's like, let me get. And I, I'm just pulling her off of her. So, you know, it's a training thing. I have to figure out how to do that. But I'm so excited that she, and, and Lucy's just delighted by that. You know, she just awesome. is beside herself. And so, you know, I'll let Maple get up there. And and jump around on her and lay on her and stuff. So I can't wait until I just love that she gives her that attention and 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 she gets to feel that, that so. unconditional love it doggy love yeah, yeah. So. I like dog love man yeah. oh I know it powerful I know it speaking of dog mom dog, dog mom. mom. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's got a uh, dog mom uh, uh, shirt on here. Are you yes. you're a big pet uh, pet fan as well? Yes, uh, me and my partner are those pet millennial parents. Um, we have a mini. <laughs> do you talk Dachshund. about your fur babies and do you dress them in clothes and put them in prams? Yes, <laughs> I, I will say we are not far enough. Where I know I think my dog is the same thing as a child. Like I know kids are way yeah good. You can make that worse. distinction. But yes, because <laughs> I'm like she's so expensive and so much work. Yeah. How do people have kids? Yeah, dogs um, are wonderful. Whew. Yes, but yeah, so we claim them on taxes and get a kickback at the end of the say, year. That's nice. Right. <laughs> they should do. Would that be uh, cool if we could do that with pets? Oh, yeah, pet pets. credit. <laughs> yeah. For, especially if they were um, rescues. You know, oh, yeah. The government yeah. saw, hey, that's cool. Here's no, nah, I just want to kick back for these freeloaders that live in my house. <laughs> <laughs> they don't contribute. Just take my oh. money and my attention. <laughs> the dog does protect us from the neighbors in their yards. Yeah, that my Amazon dog, delivery guy. Yeah, my dog, when she looks out the window and she's got this window seat and she can kind of just perch there and like lord over the backyard and she sees the neighbor's dogs come out of their houses, she gets mm. super mad. Uh, will bark yeah. like crazy, yeah. and then she feels like she protected Did us something. from the neighbor's yeah. dog, and now she deserves cheese and pancakes. And I, <laughs> and I will say for the I cat, want cheese and pancakes. I will say for the cats, I don't have mice. Yeah, exactly. We right. have we have a cat, and he's just a straight up killer. And the only yep. rats we ever see at our house are just dead and gutless I, in the front. I also don't have a lot of birds that uh, uh, hang out around my. Yard I miss that. Yeah. Before we had a cat, we used to have this like nice little aviary kind of set up, and we always had these awesome birds come through. But now they don't come anymore. My neighbors don't even bother putting out the bird seed in their bird feeders anymore. Yep. <laughs> my dog hates birds so we get a lot of pigeons on our apartment balcony mm. and she will run full force at the door and like at the glass. ram her body against the glass and bark at them 
Doing her job. Yep. yep. Protecting the house. So, so let's take a quick musical break here. Chewy, you you, yep. you uh, brought something for Something us. I started a couple weeks ago and something yeah. – I mean, I've got this rack of old school Reno tapes. Hell yeah. This rack. And they are uh, – they need to breathe a little bit. <laughs> Chewy's just rack. I was like waiting the, for that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Chewy's but, rack, it's pretty so, awesome. So in honor of Women's March, <laughs> I wanted to dig up a tape. Uh, by a band who, like the first lady of Reno music. I mean, there's so Woo. many wonderful Reno musicians of the female persuasion in this city. So much awesome music they've put out. But Stacy Toll and yeah. Gunshot Liquor mm. were putting out music so long ago. And they were, I mean, this tape I got, my dad and his buddy started the Nevada Weekly, which became the News and Review. And when they were first starting out, Gunshot Liquor had gave them a tape to try to like get them to write up something about it. And I think they did. So then my dad, after they were done with that, gave me the tape, and I was already kind of familiar with them from, like, Stacy did, like, an open mic thing at the Metamorphosis, mm-hmm. and great music, but so, I've still got the tape. Uh, they did a song called The World's Largest Freestanding Clown, yeah. which is not only a great song, but, like, maybe the reno song ever. <laughs> so, yeah, it's totally Reno. So Down I brought it reno. in. This is from a, probably about 1990. Three, I'd say. So I will play that song for you guys now. Enjoy.
Straight from Chewie's Walkman. Hot fire. Yes. Ah, oh, I miss that band. Totally. That's good because they're gone, but that the music is still around. Echoing yeah, through the it. dirty alleys of Rio. Oh, that makes you want to dance. We were all doing yeah. some chair dancing. Oh, man. Here. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize oh, yeah. it, but I looked around. <laughs> I was like, yep, yeah. okay. It's Gary Setzer. Yeah, yeah Reverend Gary. Goldie. Yeah, it's Daisy Toll. Yeah. And Johnny, Johnny Fingers on that one? He might have been. I had communicated with Stacy back when we first started the show and we did the Memorial Day meltdown. Mm. And I was trying to communicate with her about that tape. And she said she couldn't quite recall who all the players were, but I mean, it sounds kind of like Johnny Fingers might have been. It was pretty Just early. Just a little whip, whip yeah. on yeah. it. But, it was a great but that time. might be Stacy too. I don't know. Yeah. Gunshot Liquor, great band. So thanks, yeah. Stacy. Heck and thank you yeah. for uh, she's a Patreon member, isn't she? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think. Thanks yeah. for your contribution. The Spe- best. Speaking of Patreon, if you too would like to be a member and also get something sent to your inbox every time we record a show, please head your computer over to Patreon.com/slash Worst Little Podcast, where you too can sign up and not be like one of those regular plebeians. Yeah. No, you can be a plebeian with a cause. And that cause is supporting <laughs> us, supporting us in our venture to take over the airwaves with the Worst Little Podcast and somehow then parlay that into wealth and fame and uh, riches <laughs> for Rick. Hey. This is all for Rick, not for ourselves. <laughs> That's it's true. all very selfless for Dogwater Studios. Rick is the one that deserves it. Uh, please check us out. And uh, if you donate to us, you too can contribute to the costume design every week for these fabulous sequined o- outfits that we wear that only the guests can see. I think these things fit awesome. And Thank we you. look awesome wearing them. They no so longer pretty. cut off the circulation Smoking. in my nethers. It's good. We got... The costume department is improving. Yes. So that's good. A bigger yeah. budget, finally, better costumes. 12 years, <clears throat> finally starting to get some good suits. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yep. Uh, Patreon people. Yep. We love you. So, what do you think, Rev? Uh, I, do it? We... I think we're going to talk to Sarah here. Uh, Sarah? About what do you do? Love the to hear stuff what over at Good Luck Macbeth. Yeah, there's lots going on. Yes. Now, you uh, you took over uh, last year for Chris Daniels, correct? Yes. Okay. Been around for about six months now. Okay. And you were part of unveiling the big new Elevate. Is that right? Yes. Elevate initiative. Yes. Okay. Elevate is our capital campaign to purchase Woo. the building we call home and renovate it into a community arts space for all of Reno. Perfect. Listeners of the show may remember well, Good Luck Macbeth moved into that space in 2018, I, I believe. Like yeah, uh, end of 17, early 18. That was actually right as I joined the board of directors, uh, directors there for a couple of years. And I quit right before the pandemic because I didn't want to have to put any any hard work. No, uh, no, my two years was up uh, uh, as a member of the board and I had uh, babies to focus on. Um, but uh, with like we had just moved into that space, and it, it's really great to have seen the transformation from um, just like exploring. Hey, wow! This this wonderful opportunity. It was a um, uh, an old union hall for it was the old music musicians. Union, the musicians hall. union hall. Yeah. So I mean, it's such a great architectural space, and had all these like gems in in like the PA system. It is so gorgeous. When, yeah. when they yeah. Um, and and you guys have put a whole lot of work into it in, yeah. in the last few years as well. Especially during the pandemic. They put a lot of work into making an actual box office and tech area storage space, putting up more walls to help 
with the division between the lobby and the stage. <laughs> Although um, the new building, if you donate, will definitely do that better. <laughs> <laughs> more funds, more capital, more improvements. More bathrooms, too. You know, hey. little things. Bathrooms, bathrooms are always are nice at a yeah. theater. Just a tad, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but tell uh, the Elevate campaign. Uh, uh, what? Uh, Go go into that in a little more detail. Like yeah. this is an ongoing project. This isn't just a one-time thing. How can no. people help? Yeah, it's a, a large project. It's a $4 million capital campaign. Um, the first phase of that that we're currently in is raising $1.4 million to purchase the building. And then we estimate um, an additional 2.6 in order to renovate the building um, because it just does need a lot of work. As well as we want to add a second level to the theater because we're currently at capacity with the building and just like our calendar. We have a lot of people who want to rent the space and we just don't have good rooms for rehearsals. So we're rehearsing on stage. So there's not stage space for people to rent. So adding a second level will add a proper rehearsal recital hall that will actually be the same size as the stage because our current rehearsal room is um you know just a little yeah. bit bigger than this studio so <laughs> and, and, and for people out that. there who don't know um theater does not make money no. uh box office sales do not keep a theater alive it is space usage rentals recital and rehearsal space usage that those rental fees that's what keeps the doors open and the lights on yes like, yeah, the actual <laughs> shows and the tickets sold are a real small percentage of the work that goes that's into the, the art theater. nobody pay, yeah. no, art doesn't well the keep people, people will pay for alive. it but i mean it's only so many days a year where you're actually Correct. Yeah. You yeah. only have so many seats yeah. and so many there's shows. Tons yeah. of work going on behind the scenes yeah, that doesn't get paid for. So many nights that the space isn't available because we're rehearsing to put on those mm-hmm. shows that are only open for so many nights. Yeah. Um, the other cool thing about the second floor that we're really excited about um, is the fact that we're adding in four small teaching studios that will be available Ooh. to rent out at an affordable rate for artists in the community which is super needed because a lot of like music teachers are teaching out of their houses, which can sometimes not be cool. Um, And so having a proper space that's actually affordable for them to use and teach and work with their students in is something that's very needed in this community. And we're really excited to fulfill that need with the space. That's fantastic, yeah. Mm -hmm. So as far as fundraising, what what are you guys doing? Do you got anything in the works and a place where people can start to give you guys some money? yeah. Well, I will take all monies in any forms. Um, you can drive by the building and throw it at it. Yeah. I'll take <laughs> it. Right off, it's right off of Wells, right? It's off of Taylor uh, no, Street Taylor. in Virginia. Taylor, okay, gotcha. Yeah. The uh, Lucky Seven right up the street from there. Oh, so yeah. uh, it's, the, uh, it's the old uh, employment Musical. office. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so, a great building. I love yeah. it. It's a wonderful what a building. Potential it really is. that place has. It has yeah. so much potential. And so right now we're really working to secure um four hundred and twenty thousand dollars is our down payment. Oh twenty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is due at the end of this year, December thirty first, twenty twenty three. I have to write a check. So um, we are really in need of support with that. So people can go so to our website. How much did it cost to get the giant thermometer that you're going to be tracking <laughs> all the donations on? <laughs> you know, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> They're artists. They make stuff out of the. Oh, right, right, right. They use an old set. Yeah. 
<laughs> Basically. Uh, no, but we take donations online. You can visit our website at goodluckmacbeth.org um, on our Elevate tab. It talks all about our plans for the building and how to donate. Also, just following us on social media and promoting our posts goes a long way. Hey, I'm curious. Are there like packages for rich folk who could be like they get their names on oh, a brick so or many. some shit? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And so we have lots of different naming options from you know a seat in the theater to the actual building itself, ranging from five hundred dollars to five hundred thousand. So could be like the Jeremy Renner's Good Luck Macbeth. Theater hey. So fun story. <clears throat> we are in contact. You did make contact. But yeah. then, um, yeah. you know. Oh, then the. Snow plow. As an accident. Fucking snow. God damn it. <laughs> the worst. Oh, uh, sorry. You can cut that out, Rick. I'm sorry. I think it's appropriate. All right. <laughs> Darn snow. We'll uh, allow it. Maybe beeping snow. Golly G. Golly G. <laughs> no, you can curse um, the poor Jeremy. But yeah. yeah, so um, there's lots of opportunities, and those you can actually email me for the details because there's Maybe an air. Maybe it could be the John Waters Memorial Theater, John, Ooh. if you're listening to this episode. <laughs> hey, John, I'm Sarah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he is a personal friend of uh, Rick and I. <laughs> we well, talked to him for a good a 25 minutes. <laughs> right. um, Got to get some John Waters drops, Rick. Right. So when we talk to John, he can talk yeah. back to us. Mm-hmm. But, you I've know, got lots of John Waters drops. They're just not him <laughs> talking. <laughs> I love it. Um, another way for people who, like me, don't have a lot of money but still want to support the arts, um, a great way to support us is actually just to come see our shows. Hey. And we have a show opening on Friday. Hey. So, what is that show? Yeah. It's this really interesting, amazing show called Keely and Do. Um, and it is all about women's rights um, surrounding the abortion conversation. Mm, um, we, perfect for Women's March. That yes. is, was done on purpose. We wanted to tie it in. We're working with community partners to really bring resources to people. Trigger warnings for sexual assault and forced abortion. Um or forced birth and abortion. So it is a difficult story to watch, but it is very important and necessary for our times nowadays. Is there a um, age limit? Not an age limit. Um, just recognizing okay. those trigger warnings, yeah, probably more like parental guidance. Yeah. yeah. Don't bring your toddlers to the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, coming and just, you know, supporting the shows that's running. March 10th through March 25th. Who's uh, directing that? Sandy Nees is oh, directing yeah. that. Oh, hey, Sandy. Sandy. Bitches. She's done an amazing job. I sat in on a rehearsal last week. It's such a phenomenal show. The actors, the technicians, everyone's doing a phenomenal job. Shit, I'm going to have to get tickets to that. Heck yeah, oh, yeah. you are. <laughs> you know, I think I can help you with that. Okay, we'll talk after the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, just coming and getting a ticket for the show is a great way to support the arts when you can't donate thousands of dollars. Although if you know someone or you yourself can donate thousands of dollars, like hit me up. Tell all your friends about it because, I I mean, I I really think this is something Reno needs is another theater. And like, I really mean that. We need another theater. Like, uh, uh, when... 
good luck came around, you know, 10 years after Bruca had come around. And now we have this like trio of really strong production companies with a physical presence. Not even mention the other production companies who always are looking for homes and sometimes mm-hmm. use your spots. Um, th- th- like if we look at Reno as this burgeoning art community, then this is an anchor that we have to have. Yeah. I moved Absolutely. here during the pandemic from New York City and I, to be honest, I was not excited to move here because I was like, oh, <laughs> what theater am I going to do in Reno? Welcome I, to Reno. <laughs> Pull I, yourself up a hasty. We're cultured. <laughs> but Here's like, a I was so surprised by how much art there is in this yeah. community. Like one in four people in Reno work in the arts, which yeah. is insane yeah. to like me. It, yeah. No, that's a yeah. fact. Oh, like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Well, looked it up I mean, for some fun demographic yeah, that's stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just. Makes sense because Reno's got a. I mean, a, uh, what, I was going to say shit ton, but I'll just say a lot. <laughs> what we do here does. <laughs> what we do here does not count except for Rick, who uh, makes money off of recording music. The rest of us are just yeah. hobbyists. Oh, yeah. I'm one of those one of four people. You yeah, are. We, yeah. We dabble shit. in hobby and arts, but I'm Rick actually yeah. earns money. Oh, yeah. Nate, you make money off of your Never art. Mind. Yeah. yeah. You guys have gotten paid for shows, Rory. That doesn't count. It does so. Yes, it does. Anyway. <laughs> so, Sarah, I came to visit Reno. Um, I was living in Los Angeles. Um, but, however, I did grow up in South Dakota in the Midwest, just have to say that. But I just came to visit <laughs> from Los Angeles. And like you, I was amazed and kind of instantly found my people. I'm like pointing at you guys right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah but in I general, and I got in the artist lofts and just kind of, I, I was also, and I think there's sort of this, because we have Burning Man in such a close vicinity, mm-hmm. there's like a little bit of a, that that kind of has a taste of, all around us. And we just, yeah, I mean, it, we just have such a vibe. I We could live at, I could live anywhere, and I would still choose Reno. You know, I love it here. Oh, I was never supposed to stay in Reno beyond, like, the winter. Like, I was just <laughs> hanging out here. Hey, the weather's nice. It's real mild. And I was going to go to Tempe in the spring. And uh, here it is 26 years later. Yeah. Well, and then you moved away and moved back. Well, yeah. I, I just don't even care. Where did you move to? At Louisiana. Oh, Gross. I guess I knew that. I remember. But no, we we went away for work for a while and then came back. That's the, I didn't move. But I missed you so much. It felt like you guys went away. Both you and Cheyenne. I was just, Aww. oh, man. Yeah. So I remember that time. We, when, wore, we wore out with, a CD without, of Nick Ramirez's recorded music while we were gone. Oh, uh, that's yeah, true. I heard CDs don't wear out. They, in fact, do. They run out <laughs> of ones and zeros. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. We well, used all of the ones and zeros. Sarah, I have to say that I'm... So excited that you are here from New York, and yeah, you know, I'm yeah. just super impressed. And I love GLM. Yeah. It's absolutely like Rory said. I, I think it, it it really is. It's like a hub here in town. We need this. Um, mm-hmm. I I was just blown over when I first went into that that building, and I seen some of my favorite shows of all time in there. Right? We've yeah. cried. We've laughed. We've done it all. Mm-hmm. Right? There's so many good artists in this town. Absolutely. And the really fun thing you guys are talking about, like we need GLM and we need theater. And I wholeheartedly agree. But the great thing about this building campaign is it's not just Before, about us. Yeah. It's about a community art space because that's not here. And Reno desperately needs it and needs a place that is affordable and accessible to all disciplines of artists. You guys have an online presence well where we can like find out about shows coming up and where we can, oh, yeah, buy how tickets. we can donate yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Tell if you go to our website, goodluckmacbeth.org, or follow us on social media, we are at goodluckmacbeth on all social media platforms. Uh, we are posting constantly on Instagram and Facebook. 
is Ma- ghost- helped maintain the theater presence uh, throughout the pandemic. With yeah, the, uh, the Ghost Light team up. That's what I was going to talk about. Yeah, uh, they they've definitely helped keep our creative juices flowing over the last couple of years. And I don't know. Is there still someone running that Ghost Light uh, online presence? Not as much. I think all three <laughs> right. all three of us. Theater companies are really excited to get back in person. Yeah, let's, let's be live. Yeah. Um, and to be in the same space because live theater without an audience is not so, the same. Je- Jesse was doing that uh, weekly poetry gig, uh, but that I believe has largely switched over to uh, Spoken Views Live over at Shims on Mondays. Mm. Um, oh, cool. If you haven't checked that out, yeah. uh, uh, Spoken Views Poetry every Monday. Uh, Spoken Views Collective, I should say, SVC. Uh, every Monday at Shim yep. Surplus Supplies on great. 3rd Street. Another great building. I believe sign-ups are at 6. The show starts at 7. Um, and uh, they are putting together a slam travel team. And we may be having Ooh. some folks from that on the show later this nice. summer. So uh, check that out, though. Uh, you know, everybody out there knows my heart is with poetry, and um, it's really good to see some, another great poetry night with with a bunch of young slam kids on a Monday night in Reno. Just feels like old times. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> well, we gotta get going, so we better get to that uh, fast edition of you know what? Oh yeah! All right, we'll we'll do a quick little quizzy quiz. Quizzy. Rick, give me some music. I was so close. I would. I had to go to the bathroom. Did you wipe at least? I took you guys with me. I did the f- headphones reach to the toilet, so I was I never missed any of the show. So, but if you had you turned to me, yeah, I wouldn't right. have been able to say anything because I was peeing. Just on oh the other God. side of the store. You know, we okay, got a bidet, so, and now uh, I just am like, oh. what is up? We were like heathens before I got this bidet. Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with you people? Yeah. My boyfriend no. went to Japan for work, and immediately the first thing he messages is me is like, we need a freaking bidet. Yeah. So the only you. problem is had... it is so far away from my hot water tank that it doesn't matter that I have hot and cold oh, settings. Oh, I have I've to heard that it we cold, have it cold, cold right now. Yeah, and it's not that bad. It's not bad, huh. But uh, but I remember cleaning a wealthy woman's house years ago when I was a housekeeper, and she was talking to one of her friends about how they had a bidet and how great it was. And she said to her friend, "I mean, if you got excrement on any other part of your body, would you just wipe it with dry paper and move on with your day?" <laughs> but actually, I mean, but, yeah, why not? Actually, like, what yeah, I'm never mind. Let's not go down that road. <laughs> okay, so so what, what were you saying about the uh, the music, Rory? Play the music, Rick. As you wish, Mr. Dowd. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for a truncated version of my favorite trunk show. That doesn't make any sense, but we're going to roll with it anyway. Uh, This is the worst little quiz in the world, and I'm going to ask our guests a series of chaotic good questions. And they are not going to understand what they're doing, but are you ready to play? Heck yeah. Oh yeah. That's the answer I like to hear. Uh, Sarah, upon your death, where would you haunt? Uh, I would haunt uh, my high school theater. Ah, very good. Actually, in Minnesota, I'm a Midwest girl, too. Oh, yeah. The land of 10,000 Oh, okay. Uh, Before, a follow-up question. How do you make an old-fashioned? I don't actually... All right, moving on. You're not part of that argument. That's a different show. Uh, Grace, (laughs) upon your death, where did you haunt? Where would I haunt? Would you? Not did you. Damn. Where would I haunt? In your past life, where did you haunt? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would want to be in like 
uh, you know, like a like a concert hall or something, or like I'm, I'm, see, I'm thinking of New York because then I get to see a whole bunch yeah. of, of cool oh, stuff going on, right. and productions yeah. and things like that. You I, know? I changed my answer to that. You can like mess hall. things up on stage every once in a oh, while. Ooh. Yeah. Be the theater ghost. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Great choice. Phantom of the night. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you something. What changed? You know what started my musical life? Oh God, look at me. But it, when I was 13 years old, I was Christine in Phantom of the Opera. Wow. Yeah. Well, that'll that'll hook you into the arts. Yeah. Oh, my family's like, oh, she can sing. Uh, Nick, question to you, sir. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, celebrity road trip. Um, you're going across America with a celebrity. Who's the celebrity and what's the car? Living or dead? The person, not the car. Dolly Parton. Mm. And pass. Oh, uh. no. Oh, you don't know what car you'd be in? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm just thinking. One I was going to say convertible, wheels. but then I thought of Dolly Parton's hair. So I was just trying to think of what wouldn't mess up her hair. <laughs> Dude, it's a caring person that worries about Dolly Parton's hair. Here. What? I think you guys I'd, should go I'd, in a win. I'd have her in my minivan. Uh, the Pope Mobile, moving whatever, along. Whatever no. vehicle has the least wind. <laughs> <laughs> that Pope Mobile, it's completely encased exactly. in bulletproof glass. Sounds uncomfortable across the country, though. That's true. You gotta Sarah? wave at everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm like blanking on all celebrities, celebrities that I know. Um, oldie but a goodie, Fred Astaire. Love me a man who taps. And for comfortability, I'm gonna say like freaking Astrovan. Astrovans are so practical. It it has a soft spot in my heart as my first car. Oh, team van, dog mom. Yes. You can do a whole (laughs) lot in a van when you're a teenager. (laughs) With Fred Astaire. Very good. Um, Sarah, uh, in your opinion, what is the sketchiest convenience store in the Mm. Reno Sparks area? Fresh eyes. Um, Well, as a rule... The ones that look sketchy, I don't go into. Yeah. <laughs> as a short oh, little white woman. Mm-mm. Which one looks the sketchiest? Uh, so I live over in like the downtown Sparks. I say with air quotes. Um, yeah. There's that. There's this one that's like underneath a hotel, motel, rental apartment thing off of the highway, and it has like bars on its windows. <laughs> that's a sure sign. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. The sketchy convenience Great. store. What do I think the sketchiest one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, when I first moved here, I lived right there on um, on on East Second Street, right where you start heading, heading toward Renown, right where yeah. it turns into a one way, yeah. right across from that Seven Eleven. Um, and man, oh, yeah. we sat and man, watched so many deals go down. That Seven Eleven is a real <laughs> the one next to the laundromat. Oh yeah, right? well, yeah. right behind yeah. Jobs, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Second and Wells. Jobs. There's yeah, like yeah, yeah, huge yeah. car crashes in that parking lot. Oh, and, and you know <laughs> oh, what's fun the, is like boys. You had huge fights in that parking yes. lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would sit there, and not only could you watch crazy things and fights and drug deals happen, but every oh, every day somebody would try to take a right on the one way there. I mean, oh yeah, you, you yep. couldn't believe it. Every that. day, like mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah, totally. Day. You would sit at gym boys and watch that happen for yep. fun. I love that you know what I'm talking about. Excellent choice. <laughs> Rick, do you have a question? You'd yes, like to I ask? do. What is the dumbest thing you ever shoplifted? Let's begin with Grace. <gasps> you know, I don't shoplift, but I tried to when I was like 11, and it was a moon ring. and A moon I, ring? It was a moon ring. Mood ring. Moon yeah. ring. Remember that? Okay, yes. Yeah. And then I noticed like a security guy was watching me, so I went in the bathroom, and I left it in the bathroom. But then that damn security guy 
followed my dad and I out and told my dad that I was going to oh, steal it and I was in the bathroom. Can you believe it? What I didn't even take you, it. What did your dad what say? What a narc. Yeah. Um, what did my dad say? My dad's so nice. I mean, he, he couldn't ever be mean to me for anything. So I'm <laughs> sure he just felt sorry for me and gave me a hug. Oh. Oh, oh, that's so sweet that you never stole again. Now I'm a daddy's girl. <laughs> um, oh, I haven't stolen anything in so long. It's either that's so, because you're smart, and so this is a dumb thing question. I know, and I'm trying to see. There's either if I vague remember, it was either as a kid some one of those weird neon colored flavored lick things, like a some kind of weird gel popsicle thing that's not around anymore or something from Sex World when I was in college. Uh, we like the Sex World answer. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Like a mood, but something small like a mood ring. <laughs> a sex world that's mood not ring. a, that, that's a mood cock ring. I, no, I, I should have said that. That's all. Uh, look, what, that's a tiny what one. Color look, does, it's turning colors it, right what do now. What colors mean? Rick will, Rick will make it say something else in post. Put that away. Uh, I'm angry. <laughs> Guys are my kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and I'll ask this for Kim. It's the standard Kim question. Mm. If you could be two animals merged into one wow. animal, what would you be? We'll go with Grace. And describe Which how end? that would be. Yeah. How the merging takes place. Wow. You know, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is something like, you know, like a cheetah or a panther. Those big, you know, sexy, fast, um, you know, those mm -hmm. those creatures. But then, like my other, like I love sea lions. I have since I was a little kid. So could you put a seal mm -hmm. together with us? Yes. Yeah. A you sea know, lion. Like, you know, those little, uh -huh. oh. But, uh, and their little face with those little whiskers, yeah. the seals, yeah. you know. It's just, we, oh. we also have them on land. We call them land sea lions. Yeah, I think we could probably pull one of those off. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, you could I mean, swim yeah. or be on land if it has Massive the legs. Claws, I, and actually, that was Minnie's only trick, my my little chihuahua. I, her one trick, I'd say, let's show them your tricks, and I would just pull her ears back and say, baby seal. <laughs> 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 so smart. Oh Sarah? Um, so, like, my first thought is, like, an otter, because those are my favorite animals, Best. and, like, a narwhal, because up until, like, Two months ago, I thought they weren't real, but I also would love to be like a millennial's dog because those are just treated so well. So, like, I don't know, maybe like a, a pit bull with a narwhal husk on it or something. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that's, so good. that's not bad at all. Actually. A tough and adorable animal. Right. And, uh, and don't mess with me. I'm having yeah. a bad day. <laughs> Run at you. Magical. When I, I asked my daughter that same question once, and she told me she'd. She thought about it. She said, I want to be an otter on the outside and a unicorn on the inside. So I can be an otter, which are like the, the most awesome animals, and they got the best fur, and they can do all these things. Uh-huh. They have all the best adaptations, but then the unicorn has all the magic. So if you got all that on the inside and an otter on the outside, a magic perfect. otter. It's yeah. a good answer. And a narwhal is pretty much the unicorn of the marine mammal world. True. Synchronicity. Look all right, I'm going to add up these scores here on my calculator. <laughs> wow, newcomer Sarah for yes! the big win Dog with $10 mom. million and six points. Heck yeah! It was a good uh, game. Grace, you only came in with 785000 
So well, close. Close. You tried. You did your I best. mean, and it's on a scale of zero to 18 million thousand hundred. Hanging chads. Hanging chads. Yeah. <laughs> want to recount. Yeah. We'll have to go back Never. through and re-add those up. Fuck that chad. Sure pretty Bush. sure they're right. Pretty so. sure they're final. Yeah, all, sa- all of the sales. Ten years now. from now, when you come back for your third visit, we can redo it. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you <laughs> can study, yeah. study, study for that quiz. Uh, right. <laughs> all right. Um, what? So there's the winner. Your name goes up on the wall. Congratulations. And you uh, both were playing Receive Nowhere Nevada packages and a worst little podcast. Um, those are called patches. Patches. You can show them on clues. Usually winner gets bragging rights, but I'm going to go ahead and call it. You guys can both have bragging rights. Yeah, that's, that's very you. magnanimous of you. You're Chewy. so kind. And when you both said, well, I don't I don't steal anything, um, you stole our hearts. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so, Sarah, you said uh, this weekend, this weekend the show is opening. Friday night. Yeah. Do it. That'll Good be luck right after Beth. we post this. Good luck, Macbeth. How long is that going to run Allegedly. It'll run on Thursday through Sunday until Saturday, March 25th. Awesome. Uh, what else we got going on? Do you have anything? Well, We Love Lucy, right? We love you can Lucy. find that online. Org. We love Lucy Film. Film.com. We have screwed it up every time com. we've said it. I know. It'll be right <laughs> you know what? The there will be a link in the blog. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be right in the blog, yeah. Um, however, we do have some shows coming up also on Friday night. Uh, our good friend Canyon White at Noble Pie at the Summit. I can't oh, she's th- awesome. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. And at the Cellar. On Saturday, March 11th, that's also this weekend, we've got On Off with the Lucifer, Giant Red Rabbit, and Lowland. Check that out. The flyer looks cool, but their flyers always look good. Yeah, same day the uh, Vampirates are doing their 20th anniversary. That's right. Vampirates are 20 years old. That's my birthday. Oh, is it? Happy birthday. Also seeing Jane's Addiction that day. Um, So right after Jane's, I'm running over to the 40, or no, wait, is it at 40 Mile? Or Uh, I think it's at Patty and Irene's or something. I'm not sure. Well, let's just- That makes sense. Look into that before you just show up. Yeah, and you can see John Underwood, (laughs) or the Deadly Gallows are playing with that. Oh, God. Deadly Gallows and Vampire. somebody releasing uh, Action Bastard? No. Yeah, I think Action Bastard's on it, too. Deadly Gallows, Vampire, it's an Action Bastard. Oh, yeah. Uh, It is a vinyl release show for the Deadly Gallows and a 20th anniversary show for the Vampire. Holy crap. That's kind of- And Action Bastard has nothing. That's right. And they're just, well, it's fucking Action Bastard. Bastard. That's like that's like they don't just need chaos. They bring they their might. they bring their own trophy. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be at the Cypress. Oh, awesome. oh, big show, yeah, big show okay. at the Cypress, yeah. Uh, what's that? Uh, pre-sale tickets ten dollars at the door, fifteen. But if you buy a pre-sale, there's gonna be service charge of three dollars and fifty cents. So you may as well just get it at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Give the doorman something to do. Right. Uh, speaking of our five hundredth episode, that should be dropping soon. Yeah, um, I believe we're at four ninety nine today. But we're not absolutely sure, ladies and gentlemen. So don't hold us to nothing. Yeah. My calculator is literally my hand. Right, and <clears throat> that's what I'm talking so about. so many things. And really, none of you are going to check up on us. We do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about you. All right. Um, um, I, 
I want to, it's like that time of year. I want to remind you guys to spay and neuter your cats. And specifically, I'm talking about the people in the trailer park behind the airbase in instead. And don't forget, uh, <laughs> set your clocks forward in a couple of weeks. And as you do so, remember the morning is going to be brighter. So look out for those kids running from your car as you drive down the sidewalk. <laughs> Exactly. You really should always look for kids if you're driving down the sidewalk. I think yes. I, everybody can get behind <laughs> that statement. That's a fair point, I guess. <laughs> you adults, though, just you got to look out for yourself. Hey, Gr- grow the you fuck graduated. Out. Oh, you me. can run. Dang it, I keep running. So if your mom lives at the Backward. trailer park behind the airbase in, tell her, start spaying them cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe and, use that crystal and uh, watch for black widows uh, as as you start cleaning up the garden after all the snows. I don't mm. think those people have gardens. <laughs> <laughs> See, I really want to take this the wrong direction of what I should be doing here, but I'm not going to because this has been a lovely episode. Absolutely. Grace, it's, it's always so nice. lovely to see you. Thanks for coming back. Oh, thanks really for hope me here. you guys have a lot of great success getting We Love Lucy out there and getting the word out on NKH so we can push forward the barriers of science Woo-hoo. and and human longevity. Yeah. It'll be awesome. And Sarah, we, we look forward to great things from Good Luck Macbeth this year. Thank you for being in as well. Thanks for having me. Um, and anytime you want to send your actors over here and directors over here to be on the show, just give us a buzz. We're happy to have you on. Don't make promises you can't keep. Right. <laughs> We've had a pretty symbiotic relationship with oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. For, for a while. So It's yeah, an easy way to make welcome. myself seem valuable. And, uh, uh, yeah. Invaluable. That's that's it. I will say I told the board um, on Sunday at our meeting that I was coming here because uh, Rhiannon was the board president, and they were all very excited. Ryba. Yeah, very yeah cool. we very know cool. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been told. <laughs> I might as well throw a prop for her her new uh, wild or not wild. Oh horses. yeah, yes. yeah. Goodbye horses. Goodbye horses. Release the track. Check it's it so good. It is amazing. Over at Tone Mark Sounds or on your favorite streaming uh, service, uh, but Rhiannon Box. Goodbye horses. It's a great little. Uh, track absolutely um speaking of great tracks what are we gonna listen to for our going out song um i think we're gonna listen to feed me um it was kind of a hard choice all these songs uh i love that music oh we're oh <laughs> yeah oh no again, oh, i'm sorry again, again. Again. little shop of horrors yeah. you know again it's angsty stuff but um this is a, a song called feed me i wrote it at the artist locks nice it's not about food <laughs> You'll probably sexy. figure it out. I don't know. Oh no! Oh. Uh, so uh, for Dogwater, Dick, Anna, Ian, Kim, Josh, Nick, Strice, and anybody else I'm not remembering to say right now. Uh, this has been another exciting episode of the Worst Little Podcast. Uh, and remember, life is short, and we do love you. Good night, ladies. On the Worst Little Podcast, we're talking out of our ass. First time I came to understand Can't trust yourself as much Yourself as much as another man 
Yeah. 